All right, it is uh, 328 here on the Blitz 1170. As uh, Scott mentioned, by the way, this is the show. My name is Jeremy Poplin, Colby Daniels, Scott File. Scott, you were mentioning there in the two-minute drill about the unfortunate shooting that happened today at the Kansas City Parade. I believe they're going to have a press conference here coming up at the bottom of the hour, so just in a couple of minutes from now to give everyone an update. Uh, but, yeah, that was chaos that was happening there. What do they say? As many as... One person, perhaps critically, and between eight and ten people that they, they can identify now. Now, yeah, two gunmen are in custody. Yeah, and, and there's still there's a bunch of kids that are they're still trying to reunite with their parents. Yeah, man. Uh, it just it's so exhausting when we see things like this happen, and you're just there in the terms of trying to celebrate. Uh, a championship and, and a moment that pulls you away from uh, everyday life and to see another element happen like this, it's just completely heartbreaking. Um, so that's coming up here at the bottom of the hour and whatever latest information that they have there in Kansas City, uh, we'll be sure to get it to you. Um, but, I mean, we know a lot of people that are up there. You know, Harold Koontz is up there, and I saw him, you know, reporting live from the scene, and uh, NFL Network with their crew and cameras were there, so... Uh, there's a lot of footage of it. I think BBC was live on the air, too, that caught some of the uh, shots that were happening while they were trying to do a live update. Uh, so, yeah, it's a really, really tough scene up there right now in in Kansas City. Uh, where I wanted to start with things today is um, we'll get to some thunder coming up in a bit. Uh, I still of a, am of a firm belief that after watching the Thunder game last night and then watching bits and pieces of the the Shaq jersey ceremony and the retirement, is there a jersey that goes harder than those 90s black pinstripes Orlando Magic jerseys in the history of the league? Maybe it's the crew that was also in them that was really good and really fun to watch. But, man, I'm here to tell you that 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 version of the Pinstripes Magic jersey might go down as one of the greatest uniforms that has existed in the NBA. For a team that I has mean, at a, the same time, a dumb name, like we could all agree, like Magic yeah. is kind of a dumb name and a, and a like a kid's name. Seems like they had a contest with a bunch of 10-year-olds. Like, hey, come up with a basketball name. Why don't we call them the Magic? For a team name, those unis went hard for a dumb team name. At, at the same time that they were rocking those with Shaq and Penny, you had the Hornets with their pinstripes when LJ and Zoe were there. Yes. I mean, those two, I think, at that time were so iconic for especially our generation. Even the Bulls black with the red pinstripes kind of went <laughs> hard for me, too. Those were Those were solid. Back in the 90s. But, yeah, just one of those reminders. And then we morphed into the cartoon era. Oh, gosh. And don't give him me, get me started. I think, can we all agree that there needs to be uh, some sort of uh, logo refresh with our friends down the turnpike in Oklahoma City at some point? Like, can we get that when we get a new arena? I, it's, it's overdue. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's time, right? Every franchise goes through kind of a rebirth of logo and what it looks like uh yeah it's uh it's 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 just very dull right like it's I, I don't think it's terrible necessarily but it's not great and it looks plain it looks like clip I, art yeah yeah that's right 
like I, I you they have such a great color scheme that you know it's disappointing the logo and isn't I, something that, that here, really pops. The other thing too is that team was so good from the minute that they got there and and good for an extended period of time like this this version this iteration of the thunder feels like you know something that's completely different and completely fresh and new compared to to that version it's almost like you have to step into um a new generation of Oklahoma City Thunder without them being compared to the previous generation, and that's no knock on anything that happened here previously at all. I just think that it's it's kind of it's it's kind of time, and I think the majority of people, even the people that are diehards in the state, kind of go, yeah, maybe maybe it's time, maybe it's time. That again is not where I, I wanted to to go with this segment. Uh, where I did want to hit here for a moment is the sports landscape that we currently exist in. And a lot of this is off of some of the same elements that we've continuously talked about. But anytime that you have the Super Bowl, they typically have big media conferences around the Super Bowl where they discuss the industry gets together and discusses, hey, how are we moving forward here and there? And this was from Bloomberg. And a lot of these numbers you've probably heard before, but it seems like we're in this constant evolution of what's next. And I mainly look at it through the sports fans' perspective because we're the ones that ultimately always have to just continue to open up the wallet and pay more and more and more, increase here, increase there. Not just from what we try to support on the scene and in person, whether that's through your season tickets, whether that's through your your seat license, whether that's through maybe maybe you're a giant Oklahoma State fan and you also rather enjoy the OSU Max product, which I think is great. Well, that's extra money on top of that. Now we want you to donate money here. Donate money there. Are you active in your collective? How are you helping out with NIL? We need, and coaches going up to the podium and saying, we need money here, we need money there. Uh, we've got this new stadium we'd really like to have funded. The constant, constant pull for you to keep giving more. Hey, do your part. Where in some cases, a lot of sports fans going to want to say, hey, I've done my part. Why don't you do your part now? That would be very helpful if you could actually do your part. And I, I've often asked, when does the revolt happen? And it hasn't happened yet because they keep finding ways and keep, people keep ponying up money for everything. So here are a few numbers. Uh, Paramount Global this week just cut 800 jobs. YouTube TV has now 8 million subscribers. It could be the biggest pay TV distributor in the United States pretty soon, which is crazy to think about. Spotify added 100 million users last year, bringing its total to 602 million. The shares are the highest in more than two years. Amazon streaming an NFL playoff game next year, taking the place of Peacock. And as we talked about the other day, the number of scripted TV shows released in the U.S. fell by 14% last year. But I will say, and maybe you guys will agree, that we might be at the most complicated time in the history of sports fandom when it comes to streaming solutions. 
Because if you're just a general football fan, with a cable subscription, you get access to four of the five main packages. But even if you pay for cable, you'll still need Amazon Prime to watch Thursday Night Football. And this past season, you needed Peacock to watch a playoff game if you just wanted to watch it. And if your favorite team doesn't play in your home media market, guess what? I got to get an NFL Sunday ticket or NFL Plus where I can listen to the games. If you want to watch games while you're out of town, you probably need another service, depending on what your pay TV provider and the rights that they have are there. Um, people have abandoned cable because streaming allows them to watch a lot of shows whenever or wherever at a fraction of the cost. But streaming isn't cheaper if you want to see everything that's out there. You can get a whole lot of entertainment now. you're a baseball now. fan, you need a VPN. That's right. But you, I, we can all at least agree that if you really wanted to, like I, I bought a new Samsung TV, and they have something that's called the Samsung Plus or Samsung um, Network. Like there's Freebie that's out there and a few others that you can download and you can watch a lot of things, and, and the majority of those have their own live TV packages. But you better get ready to watch a whole hell of a lot of Price is Right on reruns, CSI, uh, I'm not going to lie. I still love the Supermarket Sweep 24-hour channel. I'll find myself watching that because that's one of my favorite game shows ever. And David Ruprecht, the host, uh, I have a photo with him somewhere that I have. That's <laughs> I was such a dork that day when I got to meet the host of Supermarket Sweep. But that's that's for a different point. You can sure. th- there, There's entertainment that's there that you can get for 20 bucks a month. But, buddy, if you are a sports fan... It's not only grown more complicated in recent years, but the rights fees and all of the different services have just continued to go up and up and up and up. And I, I think that as a traditional college football state, to me, college football has had it kind of the easiest, and so has college basketball the easiest. And this is where I think the game starts to change here moving forward in the next five or ten years the new sign of the college football playoff inking a extension with ESPN at almost $7 billion. Have we been fortunate just as college football fans that it's been pretty basic in terms of, all right, it was on ESPN. Hey, we're going to need you to get this ESPN uh, plus app. If you want to watch, yes, it costs a little bit more, but we hope that you understand. You can also download this Fox app. And you can go to it. But it at least hasn't been all over the place in terms of subscriptions and trying to say, like, all right, now i got to go to Netflix. Now i got to go to Apple. Now i got to go to CBS Plus or or Paramount Plus and do this. It's been relatively the same now for, what, five years? Five years easily. There was a little bit of a hurdle of trying to convince people, hey, you got to go to ESPN Plus. Like, college football has at least been able to stay in the exact same place now for five years, and people are – are kind of in their comfort zone when it comes to that. But I have a feeling that that is getting ready to change here. That won't be the case five to ten years down the road from now at all. It will be more like what we're experiencing now with the NFL and a variety of other professional leagues because we're just now in the in the early stages of Netflix diving into sports. I, who knows what the hell that, that Disney Plus looks like. So I... I'm always amazed by what the next big thing is that's coming down 
down the, the channels of for you to try to enjoy just something as simple as sports. But college football fans, I think for the most part, have been relatively fortunate that things haven't changed drastically here in the last five years or so. They keep telling yeah, us think, it's going to happen, yeah, but it hasn't. Yeah. I think one of the things that that's going to continue to lead to, and you know, we already see some of this as an issue. You know, there are less just broad sports fans now, maybe than there have ever been in my lifetime, right? Like, and those services are taking advantage niche, of that, right? They have their niche within sports. Like, you might be an NFL fan, or maybe you're into soccer, or you're just a, a diehard NBA, and you know, maybe you have one or two, but. In terms of watching it all and trying to consume it all, I think you have less of those people than you've ever had. And when you start spreading out all of these different, you know, the NFL package is over here and the MLB package is over here, I think that just furthers that point because nobody can afford, A, the biggest issue is time, right? Like I, people just don't have the time to dedicate to all that's available to you now. And then you don't have the money a lot of times to, to be able to financially support being able to go to games and, and watch on all these different streaming platforms every single thing that's out there. Yeah, you're right. And I, I've often thought as well, do we get to a point, much like we're seeing now, is streaming outside of Netflix has basically been a bleep show. It, it just it hasn't worked out in... Everyone thought at one point like Disney's going to eclipse Netflix and streaming, but now they've had to rethink their entire strategy on what that even means moving forward. Uh, is Hulu going to be fully folded into Disney Plus? A lot of people expect that to be the case. Remember a couple of months ago when I said, hey, one of the big um, items for 2024, most people are making predictions says that Hulu won't even be a thing by the time we get to the end of 2024. And there's still a lot of people that think that. Um, because one of the biggest problems for Disney is ESPN. I mean, we Netflix is the most successful one streaming at scale, but we haven't really seen how sports will migrate yet to a full-on streaming platform. And I know that a lot of these streaming services, to make ends meet, have said, you know what, we're going to license out our products. Like HBO, for instance, Max, sorry, says, here's the Sopranos. It has typically been on, a on Max the entire time. Well, now we are licensing it out to someone else. So they can now reap the reward from this, and they will pay us to have the Sopranos. I'm just using them as an example. But there are a lot of shows like that now that are on multiple platforms because they've leased them out. Are we any closer to that potentially happening down the road at some point with sports properties. We might be. Imagine if yeah. like Amazon gets the regional sports networks. And by the way, can you imagine a time to where if you're a college football fan that you have to go through what Thunder fans and Maverick fans are going through with Bally's? Could you imagine that where you couldn't even watch it unless you had one service or the service that they were actually providing for you and you were paying that amount of money per month, it never worked. Oh, my gosh. That's why I think college football fans have been a little bit fortunate that their world hasn't been turned upside down yet. But I think that might be changing. But if Amazon, the deal goes through and they get Thunder Games, 
Amazon can make a little bit of extra money and be like, you know what? We've now sub-licensed this out, and you can also watch these on, say, Disney Plus or, or another, another service. I, I, I think to try to make all of this work, sports is the next frontier with these streaming properties trying to fix whatever the hell is wrong with them. And you know who ultimately suffers the price for that? The consumer who's just going to have to pay more and more and more and more every single time and probably within a subset too as much as i as much as i hope that that doesn't happen hey well just like apple you've got a subscription but if you really want to watch major league baseball guess what not only will you pay your apple monthly fee but now you'll pay an extra 20 dollars a month on top of that so you can have the subset inside apple to watch sports so it's just one of those things to to think about and i i see stories like this and this is one that came out from the super bowl where all the industry leaders gathered together and quite frankly none of them have really any answers how to stop the bleeding but we do know this Typically, sports is the one area that they go to try to use as a Band-Aid to fix them short-term, and I uh, have a feeling we're getting closer to that being just a full-on emergency room-type situation with some of these streaming platforms. And, it, I mean, it's it's going to work, right? Like, yes. we pay for it, but it's going to rescue some of these streaming platforms and you know we just keep paying more and more and more to your point i i heard i heard a clip the other day of a financial expert talking about live sports and sports franchises being the best investment that anybody can make right now and how many private equity firms are invested in you know ownership of of teams yep because it just keeps growing and nobody knows where it ends or if it will end mm -hmm. uh, but this country is just consuming it at at an incredible rate and it doesn't show any signs of slowing down no no it doesn't at all nor does the asking for your dollar <laughs> does it slow down at any point in time uh all right it's 346 want to take a time out here on the blitz 1170 we've got a lot to get to today uh, our thoughts are with everyone up in Kansas City uh, dealing with a pretty horrific scene. Steve Braun just sent me a video where it looks like some Kansas City fans are actually tackling one of the shooters. Yeah, yeah I saw the. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. I, I Again, I, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like to just be there in a celebratory mode and you're there with your your kid just trying to catch a glimpse of Travis Kelsey or and and then that happens it's it's disgusting absolutely disgusting and again heartbreaking our 347 we'll take a time out we'll come back with more next here on the blitz 1170 and we're streaming live on the blitz 1170 app